0: All praises to the Most High, brothers and sisters. I'm your host, the Apostle Ruben. In this podcast episode, we will be reviewing baptism. Just a short segment on baptism to show you that um, what preachers are preaching nowadays is an illusion to the people. As I said before, and I'll say it again, it's a difference between now and about three to four hundred years ago when the children of Israel could not read the English the English language. And uh, in these end times, brothers and sisters, the Bible is being brought out to the fullest of its understanding, the fullest of capacity, I should also say. And if you are fortunate enough to hear these things, blessed be your ears, like Christ said in the book of Luke chapter 1 verse 28 he says blessed are they that hear the word of god and keep it so let's go into this podcast episode that will be titled baptism welcome back brothers and sisters to another podcast episode i'm your host the apostle ruben i want to get right into it because brothers and sisters of the most high When you go into many of these churches, and and again, I I mean the buildings on the corner, so-called churches, you get taught what I would call an illusion. So when the preacher baptizes someone and they come up out of the water, all of a sudden the pastor says, you have the spirit, you have the Holy Ghost. It seems like something, brothers and sisters, they would have told, you know, people who couldn't read, slaves, you know, teaching them a ritual. But in this podcast episode, brothers and sisters, we're going to go into a little bit of depth. It's not going to be a long podcast episode. I can't do them as long as I used to do it. Not because of me, but because of the um, recording times. Um, In order to bring you these podcasts, I don't want to exceed the MBs. So what I want to do is I want to go into the book of Matthew, chapter three. We're going to start there because I think it's very important that we read what is not read in the first day of the week building. So what I'm going to do. Is I'm going to um, start Matthew chapter three, and I'm going to start in verse two. Now I'm going. Not, I'm not going to read all Matthew three. I'm going to read um, segments of it. I'm going to go from verse and um, another verse to another verse to get to the point because this is not going to be a two-hour-long segment. I want to begin. And Matthew chapter 3, verse 1. And I'm going to read verse 1 and 2. Matthew chapter 3, verse 1. In those days came John the Baptist, preaching in the wilderness of Judea. So right away, brothers and sisters, we see that John is teaching in Judea. Now let's go to the book of Acts chapter 13. Acts chapter 13. And I'm going to uh, start... And um see where I want to start. I want to start in verse 23. Acts 13, verse 23 says, Of this man's seed hath God according to his promise raised up unto Israel a Savior Jesus. Verse 24. When John had first preached before his coming, the baptism of repentance to all. The people of israel so brothers and sisters gentiles were not being baptized in water i'm going to let you know that right now gentiles were not being baptized in the baptism of repentance now i'm going to go back to the book of matthew chapter three and i'm going to read verse two all right matthew chapter three verse two verse two says and saying repent ye for the kingdom of heaven is at hand now brothers and sisters i want i want you to understand that this word repent has a meaning let's go look at it let's look at the book of ezekiel chapter 18 ezekiel chapter 18 and remember brothers and sisters you are not going to get this on the buildings in the corner they're not going to read this to you because Half of what they do, as I said before, and I'll say it again, and I will keep saying it, is illusion. They were giving you the illusion, something that's you could see, but it's really not there that you're worshiping God. Let's look at the book of Ezekiel, chapter 18, verse 30. Ezekiel 18, verse 30 says this. Therefore, I will judge you, O house of Israel, every one according to his ways, saith the Lord God. Repent, 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 and turn yourselves from all your transgressions, so iniquity shall not be your ruin. To repent means to stop sinning and keep the law. So right off the top, right off the top, brothers and sisters, John just wasn't dipping people in water. He told them to repent. Let's get the book of Luke. Let's get the book of Luke, chapter 15, and we're going to start reading in verse 7. Then we're going to drop to verse 10. Luke chapter 15, verse 7 says, This is Christ speaking. I say unto you that likewise joy. Shall be in heaven over one sinner. Now remember, according to first John 3 and 4, sin is transgression of the law. First John 3 and 4. Over one sinner that repenteth more than over ninety and nine just persons, the ones that are keeping the law. Remember, let's go back and see. I'm not going to do it now, I'm going to do it here in a minute over 99 just persons which need no repentance why what is a just man a just man is a man that keep the law according to ezekiel chapter 18 verse 5 you can even drop down to verse 9 a just man is a law keeper let's go down to verse 10 it says likewise i say unto you there is joy in the presence." of the angels of God over one sinner that repenteth. See, John taught repentance. Repentance means to go back, repent of your sins, and return to keeping the law. That is what repent means according to the Bible. Let's skip down to verse 6. Down to verse 6. It says, And were baptized. Well, let me go, let's me let go up to verse 5. Let's go up to verse 5. Then went out to him Jerusalem and all Judea and all the region round about Jordan and were baptized of him in Jordan, confessing their sins. Now, brothers and sisters, let me tell you something. How can you baptize a baby? A baby ain't going to confess his sins, but they baptize babies. When you go to a baptism, do they confess their sins before they dip them in water? No. The Bible says that they confessed their sins before they were dipped in the water of the baptism of John. Not just, not just a pastor coming up to you and saying, I right, baptize you in the name of the Father. Oh, oh, I should say this. This is what I should say. Do you believe that Jesus Christ is both, oh, is both Lord and Savior of your life? I believe. Dipped in water, back up. And all of a sudden, you're saved. No, they skipped a step. Repent and keep the law. Confess your sin, and then you were dipped in the water. This is not a ritual anymore, folks. Let's go back to the book of Proverbs 28, verse 13. Proverbs 28, verse 13 says this. Let me show you why they confess their sins. Proverbs 28, verse 13 says, He that covereth his sins shall not prosper. But whosoever confesseth and forsaketh, stop, and forsaketh them shall have mercy. So in baptism, brothers and sisters, you were to confess your sins and forsake them. Watch this. Verse 7. But when he saw many of the pharisee and the sadducee come to his baptism his baptism john's keep notice john's his his baptism it's putting emphasis It's putting up his is a possessive john's baptism keep that in mind he said unto them o generation of vipers who hath warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Now, the wrath he's talking about is what he believes is the second coming of Christ. That's another sermon within itself. And I'm going to prove that. Let's get to the book of Matthew. Matthew chapter 11. And we're going to start in verse 2. It says, Now when John heard in the prison of the works of Christ, he sent two of his disciples and said unto him, Art thou he that should come, or do we look for another? See, John thought that in the coming of Jesus, he was going to take back over the kingdom, like it says in the book of Acts 1, 16, Acts 1 verse 6. When Acts 1 verse 6 says, When they therefore were come together, they asked him, saying, Lord, will thou at this time restore again the kingdom of Israel? Because they thought that Jesus was going to, at that time and that coming, restore the kingdom to the Israelites. That means in order to restore the kingdom, brothers and sisters, Rome would have had to be destroyed. See, you don't know anything about the second coming of Christ and the fact that they pretend like they want it to happen. But if Christ returns, that means the kingdoms of the world will have to bow down. And and a podcast is coming up. The second coming of Christ, the truth. What the Spirit in the Old Testament says, which they blaspheme, to try to keep you in these buildings on the corner on the first day of the week. Put you to sleep, in other words. Matthew chapter 3, verse 8. Matthew 3 and 8. It says, Bring forth therefore fruits, meat of repentance. Verse 9. Repentance again. Repentance again is the root word of repentance is repent. Return to the law, because remember, the Pharisees and Sadducees were not concerned with the words of the law but the judgments, and with the judgments came sheep, corn, tithes, mint, coming all that money like they do today. But I'm, I'm not focused on that today. I podcast episode coming up talking about the tithe, you'll be surprised. Verse 9 and think not to say within yourselves, We have Abraham to our father, which meant nothing. For I say unto you that God is able to raise up these stones to raise is able of these stones to raise up children unto Abraham. Verse 10. And now also the axe is laid to the root of the trees. Therefore, every tree which bringeth not forth good fruit is hewn down and cast into the fire. The fire this is the warning John has given them. Watch, watch, watch verse 11, because this is about baptism. I'm going to explain verse 10 in another podcast episode. Every verse, if you can explain it, brothers and sisters, you can explain it to um, the reader or the listener. Because all I have to do, brothers and sisters, is go into Matthew chapter 7, verse 17, and then 19 on down. And Christ talks about that tree again, that good tree, that evil tree. But this is baptism. Verse 11. I indeed baptize you with water until repentance. That's John's baptism. But he that cometh after me is mightier than I, whose shoes I am not worthy to bear. He shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. Now, 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 now. He shall baptize you. He's talking about Christ. Withhold the Holy Ghost and with fire. Fire. Let's take a look at this fire. Let's get the book of Jeremiah. I want to read two scriptures out of Jeremiah. The book of Jeremiah, chapter 5. And I want to start in verse 14. Jeremiah, chapter 5, verse 14. Let's take a look at this fire. It says, Wherefore thus saith the Lord God of hosts, because ye speak this word word. Behold, I will make my words in thy mouth fire. And this people would, and it shall devour them. Like it says, when we go to read Matthew 3 and 12, you're going to understand what it's saying. The the fire is the word. Jeremiah 23, look at one more, Jeremiah 23, and we're going to read verse 28 and 29. It says this, the prophet that have a dream, let him tell a dream. Martin Luther King had a dream. T.D. Jakes had a dream. Creflo Dollar had a dream. Juanita Bynum had a dream. Joe Lawstein had a dream. John Hagee had a dream. Kenny Copeland has a dream. Joyce Meyer has a dream. And let him that hath my word, let him speak my word faithfully, with faith. Faith is in the Old Testament. What is the chaff to the wheat, saith the Lord? Verse 29. It's not my words like as fire, saith the Lord like a hammer that breaketh the rock in pieces. So the fire, Christ came to baptize them. His baptism would be with fire, which is the word, not water, but fire, which is the word, which is the word of God. Verse 12, whose fan is in his hand, And he will thoroughly purge his floor and gather the wheat unto the garner. But he will burn up the shaft with unquenchable fire. See, brothers and sisters, it's it's either one way or the other. Christ is going to purge you. What does it mean to purge? How do you purge? Let's get the book of Proverbs chapter 16. See, brothers and sisters, if you're not interested in reading the Bible, go to those preachers. You'll never learn nothing. I promise you. Proverbs chapter 16, verse 6. It says, by mercy, which is grace, and truth, which is the law, iniquity is purged. Iniquity is sin. That's the only way you're going to purge something, by mercy, by the grace and truth, or mercy and truth. Mercy and the law. Sin is purged. And by the fear of the Lord, men depart from evil. Psalms chapter 112 verse 1. Psalms 112 verse 1 says, Praise ye the Lord. Blessed is the man that feareth the Lord and delighteth greatly in his commandments. So, the only way for Christ to purge you is through the law. There's no other way to purge you but through that law. But to those who he cannot Get to repent. I'm going to show you this. Isaiah, book of Isaiah, the book of Isaiah, chapter. See twenty-two, verse fourteen. Isaiah chapter twenty-two, verse fourteen says this, and it was revealed in mine ears by the Lord of Hosts. Surely this iniquity shall not be purged from you till ye die, saith the Lord God of hosts. Some people's iniquity will not be purged. Some people hate to read the Bible. They hate it. There's nothing more they rather do than to continue to argue with us. Like it says in Proverbs 29, verse 9, it, it, you know, the Bible is right there for you. Proverbs 29, verse 9 says, If a wise man contended with a foolish man, a commandment keeper compared to those who don't keep the law, whether rage or laugh, there is no rest because you're going to keep arguing with these people. They have no scriptural base. They like to argue. Now, what I want to do is I want to go to verse 16 and then I'm going to move on. Verse 16. Says this. And Jesus, when he was baptized, went up straightway out of the water, and lo, lo, the heavens were opened, and unto him he saw, and he saw, opened unto him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and lighted upon him. Now, this is when they say, See, when he came up out of the water, the Holy Ghost was like a dove. But wait, let's go back and see did the Holy Ghost come up? Like a dove on anybody else. Remember, brothers and sisters, let's go to 1 Samuel 10 and 6. Let's see that the dove, let's see what happens. 1 Samuel 10 and 6 says this. 1 Samuel 10 and 6 says this. And the Spirit of the Lord will come upon thee, and thou shalt prophesy with them, and thou shalt be turned into another man. There was no dove descending upon Saul, but he had the Holy Ghost. Verse 10, 1 Samuel 10 and 10. And when they came thither to the hill, behold, a company of prophets came met him, met him, a company of prophets met him, and the spirit of God came upon him, and he prophesied among them. The spirit of God came again, but it wasn't like a dove. See, brothers and sisters, no pastor is going to teach you that the Holy Ghost had come upon the prophets. But see, they'll use this chapter and say, see, the spirit of the Lord has come up on Christ like a dove. So that means it's going to come up on all of us. Like, no, you can be baptized with water, but the Holy Ghost is not going to come up on you because you were baptized in water. That baptism is John's for repentance. Let's check that out. Let's prove that. Let's get the book of Acts 19. I'm going to show you that water baptism does not bring you the Holy Ghost. Acts chapter 19, verse 2. Listen up. And he said unto them, Have ye received the Holy Ghost since you were since ye believed? And they said unto him, We have not so much as heard whether there be a Holy Ghost. Now, watch watch verse 3. And he said unto them, Unto what then were ye baptized? And they said unto John's baptism. See, John had a baptism, and Christ had a baptism. Two, two different ones. Verse four. Then said Paul, Verily, baptize. Verily, John, John. This said Paul, John, verily baptized with the baptism of repentance, saying unto the people that they should believe on him which should come after him that is on jesus christ and when not and excuse me when they heard this they were baptized excuse my reading brothers and sisters it's little worse i need i need another bible is my eyes ain't what they used to be verse five when they heard this they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. The name of the Lord Jesus. Now, what is the name? Is it just Christ? They were were they just baptized in Jesus? Let me show you what the name means. See, again, let me show you what the name means. Let's let's look at Acts chapter 5, verse 29. Acts chapter 5, verse 28 and 29 says this. Acts chapter 5 verse 28 says, saying, did not we straightly command you that ye should not teach in this name, the name of Christ, and behold, ye have filled Jerusalem with your doctrine and intend to bring this man blood upon us. It wasn't Jesus' name was his reputation, his doctrine, his word, not just Jesus, not just the Messiah, not just Yeshua or Yahusha. It was his doctrine. His name was doctrine. Let's get to the book of Revelation. Let's get to the book of Revelation, chapter three. See, this is the mistake they make when they don't take the time to take you a little deeper. Revelations chapter three, and we're going to look at verse eight. It says Revelation 3 and 8. I know thy works. Behold, I have set before thee an open door, and no man can shut it, for thou hast a little strength, and has kept my word, and has not denied my name. The name of Christ is his word. Revelation 19, Revelation 19. Revelation 19. Verse 13, this is talking about Christ again. And he was clothed with a vesture dipped in blood and his name is called the word of God. So the name of Christ, when you're baptized in the name of Christ, you're baptized in the word of Christ. Well, no, see what you didn't read is you didn't read Acts chapter 10. And, and, and uh, you didn't read Acts chapter 10, verse 47, because it says water here. Wait a minute. Before we read Acts chapter 10, verse 47, let's read Acts chapter 10, verse 44. Watch this. Watch, watch this. Verse 43. Now remember, Saul, when he received the Holy Ghost, he prophesied. Acts chapter 10, verse 43. To him give all prophets witness, that through through his name whosoever believeth on him shall receive remission of sins. Verse 44, while Peter yet spake these words, the Holy Ghost fell on them which had heard the word, not were dipped in water, but heard the word. Acts chapter 2, verse 38. I'll I'll read Acts chapter 2, verse 41. Acts chapter 2, verse 41. It says this Then they that gladly received his word were baptized, not with water, but with the word they were baptized. And the same day they were added unto them 3,000 souls. So this is the word. They were baptized in not water, but let's get to Acts chapter ten verse forty-seven. It says, "Verse forty-seven: Can any man forbid water that these should not be baptized, which have received the Holy Ghost as well as we?" Now, what what is this water? What is this water? Ephesians chapter five verse twenty-six. Ephesians chapter five verse twenty-six. Now, brothers and sisters, I'm telling you, you go up in church and you don't read in half of these and never will until the day you won't read it. You will die before your pastor reads this. Or they will. Ephesians chapter five, verse 26 says that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word. Water was synonymous to the word. Watch this. Let's take a look at a baptism you don't see every day. 1 Corinthians 10. 1 Corinthians 10. Verse 3. 1 Corinthians 10 and 3 says, And did all eat the same spiritual meat, and did all drink the same spiritual drink? For they drank of that spiritual rock that followed them, followed them, and that rock was Christ. So what did they do? Let's look. Let's look at First Corinthians ten and two. Verse ten. Watch this. Verse First Corinthians ten, verse one and two. Brethren, I would not have you be ignorant how all how, how that all our fathers were all our fathers were under the cloud and all passed through the sea and all were baptized unto Moses in the cloud and in the sea. So the children of Israel way back. In the Torah, we baptized. (laughs) With what? The word of God, the law. That was the first initial baptism. That was the first initial baptism. And remember, when you read Ephesians 4 and 5, Ephesians chapter 4, It says it was one baptism. That was the first baptism. Was there really a war in heaven between God and Satan? Brothers and sisters, I'm your host, the Apostle Reuben. I said before and I'll say it again, brothers and sisters. If you do not read this Bible fully. You will be imagining worshiping God. It won't be real. You must read this book from cover to cover. And even if you don't read it from cover to cover, you must precept it. The precepts must be from cover to cover. If not, you'll be believing a lot of illusion, as I said before. But I'm going to go over it short podcast episode in the future that will be titled did satan battle with the all-powerful god i might not call it by just just that title but it'll be a catchy title but more important the precepts i'm going to give you will show you there is no doubt that satan bows down from front to back on this bible So stay tuned for that podcast episode in the future, brothers and sisters. Sorry, brothers and sisters, the the, um, break came before I recognized it because I was so deep into the scriptures. We were in 1 Corinthians 10, verses... uh, Two to four, but I read verses three and four before I read verse two. But what I was uh, reading, brothers and sisters, is that the baptism happened back with the children of Israel in the Torah. Ephesians four and five. I'm going to go a little bit longer, but I'm just going to hit some key scriptures. Ephesians chapter four, verse five. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, going, to, I'm going to read verse four. And five. It says this. Ephesians 4 verse 4. There is one body and one spirit. Now brothers and sisters. When it says one body and one spirit. There is not another spirit. The Holy Ghost that was in the Old Testament. Is the same Holy Ghost. That is in the New Testament. Just one spirit. Not another Holy Ghost, two Holy Ghosts. No, it is the same Spirit of the Lord. The Holy Ghost is the Spirit of the Lord, the Spirit of God. Even as ye are called in one hope of your calling. Verse 5. One Lord, one faith, one baptism. One. One. Now, which one is the original baptism? The baptism with the word. John's baptism was with water. The original baptism was with the word. Like Paul says in Ephesians 5.26, with the washing of water by the word. Let's get the book of Isaiah 44 and 3. And brothers and sisters, I hope that you have your uh, pens and notepads. I, 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 you know, if you if you're just listening to what you just do, but integrity will cause you. And let me show you what integrity is. I always use that. Let's let's look at integrity. Let's get the Book of First Kings nine, verse four. First Kings nine, verse four. And just like God says this before Solomon, you you are to think of yourself as Solomon. You know, not the riches, not being a king, but being a follower of God. First Kings 9 and 4 says this, And if thou wilt walk before me as David thy father walked, in integrity of heart and in uprightness, to do according to all that I have commanded thee, and wilt keep my statutes and my judgments, Verse 5, then I will establish thy throne of thy kingdom upon Israel forever. Not just 40 years, it was forever through his sons. As I promised to David thy father, saying, "Shall not uh, there shall not fail thee a man upon the throne of Israel. If you kept my commandments, if you used integrity. Proverbs chapter 11. Let's look at another scripture of integrity. Because brothers and sisters, these preachers are not going to teach you anything. Nothing. Proverbs chapter eleven verse three says, "The integrity of the upright shall guide them, but the perverseness of the transgressor of the law shall destroy them." See, integrity deals with the law. You, you, you. See, they, 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 they give. Remember, you hear this word in everyday language, but. The Bible was written first, before we could use any definition of integrity. That's what it is. Isaiah chapter forty-four verse three. Isaiah chapter forty-four verse three says this: "For I will pour water upon him that is thirsty, and floods upon the dry ground, and I will pour my spirit upon thy seed, the the." The, the water was the spirit. You're going, let me just read it. Cause let me just read it. I'm going to start over. For I will pour water upon him that is thirsty. Isaiah 44 and three and floods upon dry ground. And I will pour my spirit upon thy seed. Now remember the only Ones that were baptized in the name of Christ and with John's baptism is Israel, not Gentiles. Israel, Acts 13, 24. Let's get that straight now. That's why it says here in a prophecy, I will pour it upon thy seed. This is why, brothers and sisters, the Sunday church doesn't want to teach the Old Testament because they would have to tell the truth. So they would rather blaspheme what the prophets wrote in the inspiration of the Holy Ghost, which is blaspheme of the Holy Ghost, period. And my blessing upon thy offspring. Let's look at, let's look at, a, let, let me prove this. Let me prove this. This uh spirit is the word. John chapter six verse 63. John chapter 6, verse 63 says this. The spirit quickeneth. It is the spirit that quickeneth. The flesh profiteth nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. The words are spirit and they are life. Let's get Proverbs 1. I can do this all day, brothers and sisters. This is precept upon precept. Proverbs chapter 1, verse 23 says this. Turn you at my reproof. Behold, I will pour out my spirit unto you. I will make known my words unto you. So the spirit of the words, which is the water. John chapter 7, verse 38. John chapter seven, verse 38. It says this. He that believeth on me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. Now, I'm not, brother, and sisters, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm not going out of my belly. So you mean to tell me I'm going to stand there like a statue and water is going to pour out of my mouth? No, the water is the words. Watch this. Verse 39. But this he spake of the Spirit, which again are the words, which they that believe on him should receive for the Holy Ghost. Now, the Holy Ghost was not yet given because because that Jesus had not yet been glorified. See, Jesus had not yet returned to the Father. And see, the Pharisee definitely wasn't spreading the Holy Ghost. If you understand the Bible, brothers and sisters, the Pharisee were not a ministry of the words of the law through the Holy Ghost. Watch this. Let me show you. Because a lot of you be confused. Acts chapter 7. Acts chapter 7. Watch this. Verse 51 through 53. It says, Ye stiff-necked and uncircumcised and hardened ears, ye do always resist the Holy Ghost as your fathers did, so do ye. Remember. In 1 Corinthians 10 and 2, the fathers back in the Torah were given the Holy Ghost. Now, whether they received it Not all of them received it, brothers and sisters. Not all of them received it back in the Torah. Remember, God killed them all and left uh, Caleb and, and Joshua to go take over in the lands of the Canaanites. Verse 52. Which of the prophets have not your fathers persecuted and they have slain them which showed before the coming of the just one? of whom ye have been now betrayers and murderers, who received, who have received the law by the disposition of angels and not kept it. The Holy Ghost was the law by the disposition of angels. Like it says in 1 Corinthians 10, verse 2 through 4. I already told you in Isaiah 63 verses 10 through 12, Moses had the Holy Ghost. So that proves, brothers and sisters, that you didn't have to come up out of the water to receive the Holy Ghost. The Spirit came upon you because you were a law keeper. That's why Christ says this. This is why Christ says this. When you look at the book of John chapter 14, verse 15, I'm going to read down. If ye love me, keep my commandments. And I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever. Even the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive. See, you... The, the spirit of truth is the spirit of the law. Truth is in the law, Romans 2 and 20, Psalms 119, 151, Malachi 2, verse 6. There's no other truth besides the law. The Holy Ghost is the spirit of the law. That's why Romans seven fourteen says the law is spiritual, but I am carnal, sold under sin. That's why the world cannot receive it because they seeth him not, neither knoweth him. Knoweth him? What you mean? Let's get. What does it mean to know God? Because they don't. Because the Bible says they don't know him. They knoweth him not. 1 John. First John two verse 3 and 4. First John 2, verse 3 and 4. And hereby we know that we know him if we keep his commandments. That's how we know him. He that saith, I know him and keepeth not his commandments is a liar. And the truth, which is the law, is not in them. That's why these preachers are up on stage telling you yeah i'm speaking in tongue of the holy ghost you can't understand what it's saying they can't understand what it's saying what do you think god's in heaven doing setting them up and the reason why they believe this brothers is this right here I'm going to read one scripture, 2 Thessalonians, 2 Thessalonians, chapter 2, 2 Thessalonians, chapter 2, and I'm going to start in verse 11. It says this, verse 10. And with all deceivableness and unrighteousness and them that perish, they're going to die. Christ already said that in Luke 17, if you don't repent, you're going to perish. But they don't want to teach you that because you'll repent. Because they receive not the love of the truth of the law, that they might be saved. So the law saves. You just don't know what it means when they read this to you because it's never been broken down. Watch this. And for this cause, since they don't love the truth, the law, God, not Satan, God, not Satan, God shall send them strong delusion that they should believe a lie. So they actually believe that lighter telling, I'm speaking in tongues. They actually believe that. Because they refuse to keep the law. John chapter four, verse two. John chapter four, verse two. John chapter four, verse two says this. Going to read it. It says, Let's see. Do I want to start in verse 2? Ah, eh, let me let me just read it. John chapter 4, verse 1 and 2. I wanted to just go ahead and get to the point, but let me read it because it has baptized in verse 1. When therefore the Lord knew when the Pharisee had heard that Jesus made and baptized more disciples than John, though Jesus himself baptized not, but his disciples see. Christ didn't baptize with water he baptized with the word like we are baptizing you with the word you can go you can get dipped in water all day brothers and sisters it's not going to change you you must be baptized in the name which is the word of Christ last but not least brethren I'm going to show you this. Let's look at this final scripture. Now, John is, uh, not John, but Christ is on the scene with this um, Samaritan woman. We're going to pick it up in verse 10. Verse 10, Jesus answered and said unto her, If thou knewest the gift of God, and who." It is that saith unto thee, Give me to drink. Thou would have asked of him, and he would have given thee living water. What is this living water? See, here it is again, living water. Let me show you what this living water is again, brothers and sisters. The book of Jeremiah, chapter 2, verse 13. Jeremiah chapter 2, verse 13. This is God talking about Israel and the fact that they knew him not in verse 8. Because it says, the priest said, verse 8, the priest said not, where is the Lord? And they that handle the law knew me not. The pastor also transgressed against me and the prophets Prophesied Baal and walked after the things that do not profit. Dreams. Let's jump down to verse 13. Now because of this, look at what they rejected. It says, for my people have committed two evils, two forms of sin. They have forsaken me, the fountain of living waters. And... Hew them out cisterns, which is vessels, broken vessels that can hold no water. The living water was the law in Christ, the law in God. Says the same thing, brothers and sisters, in Jeremiah 18. Jeremiah 18. And verse 13. Jeremiah 18 verse 13 says, O Lord, the hope of Israel, all that forsake thee shall be ashamed. And they that depart from me shall be written in the earth, death, because they have forsaken the Lord, the fountain of living waters. See, brothers and sisters, the Old Testament already had living waters written they forsaken me. That's what Christ was talking about. That's why verse 14, John chapter 4, verse 14 says, But whoso drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst. But the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water springing up into everlasting life. Last scripture, brothers and sisters. Proverbs chapter 13, Proverbs 13, Proverbs 13, and 14. Proverbs chapter 13, verse 14 says, The law of the wise is a fountain of life. to depart from the snares of death. Brothers and sisters, baptism, baptism, baptism of Christ. That's why when you see them, them talking about in Mark 16 verse 16, that you're to baptize them in the name You know what I mean? He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. See, preaching the gospel of baptism to every creature is not just dipping them in water and letting them come up without confessing their sins. They can still be the same old whoremonger, sodomizer, thief, or, or thief, adulterer, disrespectful of the parents, a covetous soul. The real baptism is with the fire, the word, the water, the word, in the name of Jesus Christ. When you're taught this Bible, it brings change. If they hold the truth back from you, brothers, you'll believe that you can get dipped in water and have the Holy Ghost, and on top of that, be saved. And when you go to your grave many years later, you would have been deceived like they've deceived millions of people in the past. Brothers and sisters, I am your host, the Apostle Reuben. Make the Bible, or I should say, make reading the Bible your love and your life. And with that, I should say and would say and I'm going to say to you, brothers and sisters of the Most High, peace be unto you.